Let us pray. Father God, we are here in the name of Lord Jesus Christ. We ask for the anointing of the Holy Ghost to provide every listener wisdom and understanding of your word of truth and prophecy. May today's word bring many souls to our King of Kings and Lord of Lords, Christ Jesus, through conviction and repentance of their sins. And invite the faithful and true Lord and Savior, Jesus, into their hearts and receive salvation of their soul. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord and welcome to weekly message here at World Gospel Mission Church. Today's date is June 20th, 2021. Glad you can join us here again. Let us begin with Meditation of the Week from Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers, and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Today's word um, comes from Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 through 9. Ephesians 2 in the New Testament, verse 1 through 9. And you hath he quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in time past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in times past, in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ, by grace ye are saved, 
and hath raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Amen. Apostle Paul testifies by the Holy Ghost, the gospel of Christ, a grace that gives eternal life. He preached the gospel saying anyone can be saved by grace only if he believes in the Lord Jesus Christ. Even if that person has lived like, a, like the devil's child in the world. On the other hand, when a thief who was crucified with Jesus saw him and confessed, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. In Luke 23, 42. In the next verse, Jesus said to him, Verily I say unto thee, Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. Now when the thief called Jesus Lord, he believed in Jesus as the Christ and Savior and the King. Upon knowing this faith, Jesus answered him, saying, He shall be with him in paradise that day. Jesus knew all that he had done in his life. The thief, living in all kinds of sin as a child of the devil. But the moment he called Jesus as the Lord, he saw his faith and saved him by grace. The thief must have believed in Jesus as the Lord, who is the only one that can forgive sins, his sins. He called upon Jesus as the Lord with sincere repentance. If he had been released before he died on the cross, he would not have given up his faith in the Lord Jesus Christ until he died. Jesus knew that his faith was not in vain. So, he forgave all his sins and saved him by grace. He was saved not by any works of his own, but only by grace. Therefore, he had nothing to boast about the salvation he had received. Apostle Paul testified very concisely and accurately to the Ephesian church members about the gospel of grace. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Ephesians 2 verses 8 and 9. Even when he wrote to the saints in Rome, he clearly testified of the salvation by grace and not works of the law. In Romans 3 verse 20, Therefore by the deeds of the law, there shall no flesh be justified in his sight, for by the law is the knowledge of sin. And then, verse 28, Therefore, we conclude that a man is justifi justified by faith without the deeds of the law. He also testified of the reason why Gentiles are saved. But Jews who follow the righteousness of the laws are not. 
What shall we say then, that the Gentiles which followed not after righteousness have attained to righteousness, even the righteousness which is of faith? But Israel, which followed after the law of righteousness, hath not attained to the law of righteousness. Wherefore? Because they sought it not by faith, but as it were by the works of the law, for they stumbled at that stumbling stone, as it is written, Behold, I lay in Sion a stumbling stone and rock of offense, and whoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. Romans chapter 9, verse 30 through 33. Therefore, regardless of a Jew or Gentile, slave or free, male or female, rich or poor, no matter how wicked of a sinner they are, if the man believes in Lord Jesus Christ, who died for him on the cross, is saved as a child of God. Meanwhile, Apostle Paul left a um, warning to the Corinthians, thinking there, that there may be somebody who believes in vain. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 1 through 5. Now, this is the gospel that we preach and we believe in. Listen carefully. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you, first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the Scriptures, and that he was seen of Cephas, then of the twelve, the twelve apostles. When Apostle Paul wrote to the Corinthian church members, he reminded them, saying, If ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain, he conveyed a message of concern that among those who profess to believe in Jesus, that there may be some who do not hold fast to the gospel and believe it in vain. These people are saying, that they believe in Jesus with their mouth, but they, be, they may not be saved by grace. So in other words, they go to church and worship every Sunday, but they are only just being religious people who are not regenerated by the Holy Spirit. The parable of the sower that Jesus told in Luke chapter 8 reminds us once again of the true and uh, true and false faith. Luke 8, verse 9 through 15. And his disciples asked him, saying, What might this parable be? And he said unto you, It is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to others in parables, that seeing they might not see, and hearing they might not understand. Now the parable is this, the seed is the word of God. Those by the wayside are they that hear, 
then cometh the devil and taketh away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. They on the rock are they which, when they hear, receive the word with joy, and these have no root, which for a while believe and in time of temptation fall away. And that which fell among thorns are they which, when they have heard, go forth, and are choked with cares and riches and pleasures of this life, and bring no fruit to perfection. But that on the good ground are they, which in an honest and good heart, having heard the word, keep it, and bring forth fruit with patience. Now, according to the parable Jesus told, the first three kinds of people cannot be saved because their faith is in vain. It is clear that the fourth one is saved because he holds fast to the word of God and he also brings forth fruit with patience. Regarding those who bear fruit in the word of the gospel, Apostle Peter testified in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 23-25, Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. For all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man as the flower of grass. The grass withereth, and the flower thereof falleth away. But the word of the Lord endureth forever. And this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. Then we need to deeply meditate on the faith in vain, not receiving salvation. A vain faith. You should think deeply about that. This is because so many people who confess to believe in Jesus have no choice but to go to hell after attending church for the rest of their lives just because of their faith in vain. The parable of the sower teaches us that even if only one-fourth, a quarter of those who claim to be in Jesus are saved to bear, to bear the fruit statistically, this means that only a small number of people are going to be saved. Now, realistically, we cannot help um, thinking that thinking a pessimist, uh, pessimistic percentage of fewer than one-fourth of Christians are going to be saved in the end time. It is necessary to think deeply about how many people who confess their faith in Jesus and believe that they will go to heaven after death just by attending church service every Sunday to say hello to God with their eyes to comfort themselves. It has become where church going is much like a ritual of clocking into work and clocking out to head back home afterwards. Those who profess to believe in Jesus may worship and praise Jesus while confessing with their lips that Jesus died on the cross for their sins. 
but before confessing that they believe in him, have they truly realized that they are a bunch of miserable sinners? This is a serious question they should ask and answer unto themselves. On the other hand, the thief on the cross who was crucified with Jesus grievously realized that he used to be the enemy of God and cried out to Jesus, Lord. Now, if we can only imagine how loud his shout must have been, his voice must have been like a degree of thunder shaking heaven and earth. However, we need to ponder about those who profess to believe in Jesus, how they desperately cried out to him as they repented for their sins. Perhaps most people think they are cleaner than the thief on the cross with Jesus. Jesus told the Pharisees and scribes who considered themselves righteous that the sins in them were no different from the sins of the thief. However, they did not understand this. Most people who confess in uh, confess to believe in Jesus today are not aware that they are the same kind of sinners. In Mark 7, verses uh, 18 through 23, And he saith unto them, Are ye so without understanding also? Do ye not perceive that whatsoever thing from without entereth into the man, it cannot defile him? because it entereth not into his heart, but into the belly, and goeth out into the draught, purging all meats. And he said that which cometh out of the man that defileth the man. For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile the man. When we look again at how the faith and vain of the three kinds of people in the parables of Jesus, the parable of the sowers, if they realized that they were wretched sinners living as the enemy of God, how would they let the evil take away the word of God? How could they give up their faith because of persecution from others? How can they exchange their, exchange their faith with riches and the pleasures of life? That faith, their faith, that is totally in vain. Those with vain faith to be cast into hell. I'll read you a verse from Hebrews eleven six, But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So without faith, it's impossible to please God. Are you totally 100% 
in Christ? Is your faith really in him? Most people living in the last days, including those who claim to be Christians, love themselves. Now, doesn't the Bible say if you're going to be going after Christ, if you're truly saved and you want to be his servant, are you? Are we not supposed to deny ourselves? Going back to the message. So, love themselves, love money, and love the world. These are the modern-day Christians. But do not know that they are enmity with God. Even within the churches, it may not be enough to count the true Christians with our ten fingers. It is no wonder that Jesus said, Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth. Hope you all have a wonderful week out there. God bless and may the grace and truth of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, be with you always. Amen.